Welcome to the Grow Your Practice podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Chad Madden, owner of Madden Physical Therapy and Breakthrough. Join me each week as we dive into the best practices, systems, principles, tips, and tricks to help you grow your private practice. Right now, most practice owners are worried about declining revenues and increased costs or increased expenses of running their business. And really what that means for us is shrinking margins. In Greg Crabtree's book, uh, Simple Numbers, uh, Big Profits, he talks about as, for us, as healthcare service providers, anytime that we have a business that's running less than 10% margin, that's means that um, less than 10% is left over once we account for our revenue and our expenses. Uh, so anytime we're under 10%, we're on very thin ice and we're in jeopardy of closing our doors uh, and going out of business. So most owners feel that there's nothing that they can do about this. There's no way that they can uh, change their payer mix or increase their revenues in any way. And they're really a victim of um, increasing expenses as well. So. In this special episode, you're going to hear from owners that are in the trenches of private practice, just like you, and also uh, Donjoy Orthopedics, um, Mark Callanan from Donjoy. And specifically what I want you to listen to, regardless of what healthcare service uh, industry that you're in, um, if you're a conservative care provider, I want you to pay attention to the principles that the owners share in terms of controlling the two systems that they can for growing uh, their revenue systematically and scientifically and, and really getting that predictable growth that we're all after. As always, if you're looking for more resources on uh, practice growth and practice growth content, you can go to getbreakthrough.com forward slash resources. Awesome. So what we're going to do in our time together here is talk about um, proven systems that are working for uh, private practice owners right now for to, to drive consistent revenue growth. And um, I'll, I'll go through our, our dais here. Um, first out is uh, uh, Brandy. Brandy's a physical therapy manager for advanced uh, rehabilitation in Indiana. Um, any, anything that we should know specifically about you, Brandy, how long have you been in the role? Probably would be a good question to start with. Uh, yeah, I've been in the role of director here for nine years. And then the clinics have been operational for 30 years and there's three clinics in rural Indiana. Awesome, thank you, Brandy. Uh, next up is uh, Dr. Anthony Sear, also known as Tony, uh, <laughs> with uh, Kinetics uh, PT and his wife, Melissa, um, in Gainesville, Florida that he just shared. Um, how long you've been in practice, Tony? So been in private practice since 2008. Great. And uh, you just opened your second office? So we, well, we, we had our location and opened uh, another location right beside it in 2017. And then we are in the process now of opening up another location. So we just broke ground. Um, so it's just been a long process. Got it. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome here, Tony. And finally, last but not least, uh, Mr. Mark Callanan. Mark is a uh, physical therapist um, and also with uh, uh, DJO, Don Joy, uh, orthopedics. Welcome here, Mark. Thanks, Chad. Glad to be here. Um, anything you want to share? Uh, yeah, have a lot of familiarity with the Breakthrough Group. Uh, we were with Lightforce uh, previously. We were acquired by DJO a little over a year ago. So new name, but still lots of familiar faces and uh, still great working with the Breakthrough Group. 
Great, thanks, Mark. So uh, what we're going to cover here is uh, the first thing that we're going to talk about is uh, current barriers to revenue growth. Obviously, there have been a lot of changes over the last few years uh, in private practice. We're going to then uh, dive into three strategies for consistent revenue growth and two systems that can help a lot of this will be, you know, what's working in the real world right now. And then we'll open this up for Q&A. So, um, you know, if we're looking at revenue growth, yes, we all have to navigate um, the Medicare cuts, especially around the PTA, um, hiring challenges and delays, uh, inflation, I think is a real thing. <laughs> um, we, we have never had, um, uh, I, I've heard more in the last few months, probably 90 days from team members about increased cost of living. Uh, I know I was talking with one team member, their rent went up 40% uh, year over year. So that is a real issue right now um, that we have to deal with. Um, and uh, yeah, so definitely current barriers. The uh, patient demand is there. Um, I believe uh, what we're talking about there is many of the clinics that we're talking about are um, either starting to fill up again, or you know that is coming back full. But you know, is there a way that we can see uh, deliver service in in a uh, in a way where we still have a profit margin and we're able to keep our doors open? And in order to do that, we need the right systems in place to capture that patient demand and ultimately uh, maximize the revenue potential. So, three strategies for consistent revenue growth. Um, you may have seen this before. Uh, we, we talk about it quite a bit, but Jay Abraham um, shared this. It's page five in his book, uh, Getting Everything You Can Out of All You've Got. Uh, three things you can do. Number one is we can increase the number of clients that we're seeing, right? And this is the classic more new patients um, that is just prevalent in, in private practice. Number two is we can increase the average size of the sale per client. So for example, uh, Sonia, Mark and Sonia talked about increasing their cash versus the insurance revenue. I know we're going to talk uh, some about this with uh, Mark regarding um, you know, uh, cash pay services that we can add in addition to what we're already providing um, if we're participating fully with insurance. And then um, also in the, the third thing that we can do is increase the number of times that clients return and uh, really sign up for a plan of care again. So the way to think about that is, you know, one, increasing patient demand. So that's what we've talked about here at Breakthrough Forever is, you know, how to market your services in a way that patients are knocking down the door to see you. Um, for your practice, uh, you know, and there's really two ways to go direct to consumer there, cold traffic, and then also your, your patient list. And then the other one that we want to focus on here is increase the value of each patient. So if we're implementing, if we're applying, which Abraham's talking about here and growing our business, growing our revenue growth this year, there are the two areas that we want to focus on. Mark, I saw you unmuted there. Yeah, just want to be ready when, uh, when the okay. time's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. So, and yeah, we talked about getting more business from the past patients as well. So two systems that can help. Um, at Breakthrough here, we're all about increasing patient demand, um, and uh, Mark and the team at uh, DJO, you know, we're going to talk about how to increase uh, revenue per patient here. So when we talk about increasing patient demand, there are really three things that we need to think through and talk about. The first one 
is attraction, right? So that's advertising, campaigns, um, automation, pre-built landing pages that attract people, whether they're on our past patient list or um, also if they're just cold traffic, people that we wish that, um, if you've ever found yourself wishing, you know, I, I wish more people knew what we did in physical therapy or whatever service type of service you're providing, um, that you're typically talking about cold traffic there. So that's where we need systems of attraction in place. Once we attract them, so you know, 10 years ago when we started here at Breakthrough in the very beginning and we were talking about direct-to-consumer marketing, everything was about attraction. Now that a lot of the industry is starting to adopt um, marketing their practice direct to the consumer, now we talk more about conversions. So once people are responding to the ads, how do we manage that? You know, are we stuck in spreadsheets to manage the leads and emailing um, you know, with various different systems? How are we communicating with those people that have registered so ultimately they convert over to a paid plan of care? So that is the conversion aspect. And the last one is the measure, right? We have to be able to measure um, what, you know, how, are, how is our marketing, how is our sales process working um, so that, you know, we can actually look at what's happening on our phone calls, what's happening in the room uh, with the clinician and the patient. Are people signing up for plan of care? Are they completing their plan of care? Are they buying those additional uh, cash pay services? And that's the measure component. So attract and convert and then measure. And um, yeah, so when we talk about um, the patient demand platform, you know, what we do here at Breakthrough um, is exactly that. So attract with online advertising, um, the patient demand software that you're able to track conversion the whole way through from um, essentially ad response the whole way through the completion of the plan of care. And then also uh, what we provide is training and community where we're all learning from each other, best practices um, that help us all get better across the entire um, community. So Mark, um, I know that I can talk about uh, Lightforce uh, because that, that is how we met back in, I think San Diego 2017, if I remember correctly. But yeah, if you can talk about what you're doing right now with uh, Don Joy uh, and how you're helping owners increase their revenue, that would be excellent. Yeah, thanks, Chad. You know, you mentioned conversion, and you know, we're I'm involved with the marketing with Chattanooga Don Joy now on a daily basis, and you know, it's important to be able to get people's attention. And the Breakthrough product does a great job at waving that flag in a very elegant way to get people's eyes looking at your clinic and trying to see if they want to make it come in or not. But you know, what you're offering and what that value proposition is to that person that you do catch their attention with that ad is extremely important. So if you want to see conversion go up, you have to have something that's really going to make somebody go, wow, I want to check that out. And, you know, I think, you know, Chad told me a couple of years ago, right, when we were in the heart of COVID, uh, one of the scarier times that private practice has experienced that he's had a laser in his facility, several lasers actually, for a couple of years. He noticed that what was driving patients back into the clinic. And I think Brandy, you said the same thing. So you guys can both chime in. But the people that returned back into the clinic first were people that were participating in the laser program that you guys were offering. 
And maybe you guys can both speak to that a little bit because I think it'll help everybody sort of understand the magnitude of what I'm talking about as far as um, having a significant service to offer the public. I'm gonna go first. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so we actually bought our laser and got it at the clinic January, 2020. After a couple years of like, not sure if we want to do it, not sure if we could do it. We finally decided January, 2020, we can do it, we're ready. And then COVID hit, <laughs> but uh, we actually did very well with the laser. Um, people loved it. People came in because of that. Um, and we actually paid it off and then some that first year in the midst of COVID. So it definitely worked well for us. Awesome. Yeah, Tony, I think you had a similar story, huh? Yeah, yeah, we similar. And, um, you know, we had the laser beforehand and we started with one machine in 2000, the end of 2017. So 18 was our first year um, with the laser. And that first year, uh, we brought in 109,000, you know, just in laser. And then we were like, wow, let's get two of them. Um, and uh, so we got two lasers. Um, and the next year, 2019, we brought in about 140,000. So not quite as good as what I was hoping, but um, still, still really good. Um, 20, um, of course, COVID, uh, but we did have a decent amount of people wanting to come in for laser. So, um, you know, overall, I feel like, you know, considering the situation, we did not do bad. And um, and then this last year, we we brought in 200,000 um, in laser cells and, and with two machines. So, you know, it's just been overall great. And, and really, before we decided to go with the laser, we wanted to make sure, hey, this really is a benefit to our patients and will help our patients. Um, so something that we've, um, that that breakthrough helps to promote and that we've started tracking more is our graduation rate. So our graduation rate um, now is between 80 and 90%. You know, some therapists are a little bit lower, some a little bit higher, but that's overall, you know, good. We, we strive for it to be closer to 90. Um, but before, um, us really tracking this, and even when we started tracking, we realized, hey, we, we had a lot of work to do there, and that kind of goes back to retaining those patients that you get, because you want them to complete that plan of care and tell friends and family to, to come see us, and then, and then also for them to come back and see us, but um, the lasers ha has really, it's, it's, it's a huge benefit. Um, patients feel better. They get better faster. Um, we see the results and kind of speaks for itself. Now, like they may not notice it right away. So you, we encourage our patients to, hey, you may not notice it after one visit, but um, they will notice it. So uh, overall, it's been a great addition to our clinic. And just to kind of back up a second, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the scroll of the questions that are on the screen. You know, people are looking for ways to generate new revenue. Um, you know, the reimbursements are down. And probably the last thing you're thinking is, wow, I want to spend money on a medical device, you know, right now. I don't want to have another cost. Um, the thing that's important to understand is that these devices, they generally aren't reimbursable um, with insurance. There are some exceptions like Tony down in Florida with some of the work comp carriers. There's a couple isolated ones. And then with the motor vehicle accident um, you know, system that's yeah. in Florida, they're actually reimbursing for laser down there. So there are little pockets of exceptions, but generally it's a non-covered cash entity. So that's probably strike two for the average, you know, new person that's listening to this going, oh my gosh, you know, so I can't submit for this and I have to pay money to get a device, you know, how is this all going to work out? But just understand 
the big picture is that these two devices that you're looking at, uh, the laser on the left and the radial pressure wave on the right, they're both devices that can help change pain immediately. And they both drive at helping tissue heal very quickly. So, you know, we won't get into the, the boring details today, but just understand it's very different than when most people hear modality, they think, oh, it's just something that's going to help cover up pain or, you know, help somebody feel a little bit better for an hour or two. Um, but these really help get at the heart of getting to the pathology in most cases and helping turn it around and get true healing to take place. So um, that's what's really exciting about this, the outcomes that they drive that Tony's referring to, um, having better compliance to their plan of care. All those things are the simple, you know, generators of cash just by having better compliance to plans of care. These things help drive that because they help people feel better quickly. <clears throat> and because people are basically investing into their plan of care with cash, um, the likelihood that they're going to show up and be there for that next appointment goes way up. So um, understand to do it, it's not just something that happens magically. So that's where my team comes in. We make sure that you understand how to have your staff talk to patients and how to help in incorporate into the, um, the seminars that, you know, Breakthrough helps set up and get patients in front of you. Um, all of it fits. So it's a, it's a big sort of crosshatched package that when it's done properly, um, it really helps put oil on the gears um, to get progress moving forward. So I don't know what you'd like to add to that, Chad. Mm, the, the, so the buy-in, completely agree with everything that you said there, uh, Brandy and Tony, in terms of um, having patients bought in, coming back into the clinic. There is something that's uh, really significant for us uh, as a business owner. Most of the time, especially if we're dealing with insurance and I know, Tony, you mentioned the uh, motor vehicle, sometimes workers comp, especially if you do any personal injury at all. Frequently, we're, we're waiting more than 60 days for those payments to come in, up upwards of a year, especially if it's a personal injury case. With a cash pay service uh, like we, we're utilizing here with uh, Donjoy, and right now we have three units, um, the, the, having cash on day one for services that we're going to provide in the future, that revenue cycle, because it's so much better than almost everything else that we're dealing with, even like a, you know, Medicare or private payer where we're waiting 15 to 30 days to be reimbursed um, after the date of service. That's a really big deal to help, um, to help our business, not only stay afloat, but where we can invest that money immediately back into um, future business and future revenue. Um, so yeah, we, it, it makes a ton of business sense for us. Yes, there is increased uh, compliance, better outcomes across the board. And uh, yeah, it, it's been a huge part of uh, what we're doing and especially surviving the last, the last two years or so. Right, and, and I wanna to clarify too, like majority of what we do is cash-based. So out of that 200,000, 173 was, 173,000 was, was cash. Um, and uh, in, in as far as workers comp, we, we only have one carrier that that if we got a real good contract with them um, that will cover it. Other than that, you know, not really. So we do, you know, push for cash, um, but we do have a case, you know, that, that small little bit that we can bill and, and get paid. But like Chad said, um, if it's like a, a a personal injury letter of protection type case, we got to wait a year or two years to get paid. Um, but eventually we usually, we get paid, you know, we just don't know exactly how much we're going to get paid. So, um, but, uh, but we do a lot just in cash. Yeah. Great. So 
Th this question came in from Roy. Tony, what uh, what packages are you offering with your cash pay services? So we so we just offer what um, what Lightforce had recommended initially, and um, you know I don't know if they, their packages if they've changed what they initially recommended back when we started, but that's what we've kept. And then this year we went up by 10%. So for one laser single session at 75 for three session laser, it's 199 for a um, six session. It's, it's, uh, we just went up, it was 299. Now it's two, I mean, 350. And, um, and then for a 10 pack, it, it, it was just like 499. And now it's, I think we went up to close to 600 for, for that one. Great. We just recently went up on our prices, but we, you know, that's one big thing I would say is when we first got the laser that we were a little concerned about that, you know, would people pay cash and it, it really is a self-limiting belief. If people see results and you're confident with, with your recommendation, because you see the results um, and you know, what's going to help them then like they do it. Yeah. Wait, so Tony, just for everybody, what, uh, what's a self-limiting belief? That anyway, I know. I know that's funny that, that I'm asking you that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for everybody, it, you know, it, it, it's just something you have instilled in yourself. You think that they're not going to pay more um, or cash when really it's just your idea that they're not going to, um, and you got to get that out of your head. So, like that's been a big thing with our our group, and I feel like we've done a good job. Um, there's some you know, that need more work than others, but, um, but yeah, that, that really truly is a, a thing. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Tony. Brandy. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. I was just going to point out like, cause this probably seems a little crazy that people are trying to put the dots together, but just to understand that these devices, like they both have different mechanisms and you know, the, the radial pressure wave, which is on the right is really great for deeper tissue and tendinopathy, like chronic tendinopathy. That's where the research really shines on it. Uh, laser can be used in acute and chronic problems, but both of them can change pain within a few minutes of treatment. So for those people that are sitting in your waiting room, hoping that you're going to have the magic pill for them to get them feeling better today, these help scratch that itch. These help take pain and change it very quickly, which is, um, you know, a huge opportunity for you as the clinician to show that that patient, hey, I, I can not only help you with my great exercises and my great manual skills, but we have some technology here that can change your pain right now. And as soon as those dots get connected, then the, the whole conversation becomes very easy. So Brandy, I'll let you speak to that if you'd like. Yeah, we, uh, so we were really concerned. We heard of a lot of people doing it and people charging like what Tony's charging. And we're just in a really small town. Like one of our clinics has 5,000 population. Our other one has 10,000 and our biggest has 30,000. So none of our areas are huge. We have a lot of, lot of blue collar workers. And so but then we did talk to some people in some rural areas and smaller practices that decreased their laser, um, their charging, and we're still successful. So we are quite a bit lower. We start our package of three for 100. And then, um, then we also have a separate price for two body parts or neuropathy. So like our package of three for two body parts, neuropathy is 140. And then we go to our package of 12 is 400. So we're quite a bit less, but like I said, we're doing really well with it and people are buying it. So I think you just have to figure out what still can make you money and get your patients to buy in and that you feel comfortable charging. So. Great. 
and what Roy, I'll throw in there. I think we do uh, a single session that's in the same ballpark as what uh, Tony shared, 75 or $80 for that single session. We do packs of 10, 20, and 30 um, that are a little over $40 a session, roughly depending on um, the size of the package. But that is, um, yeah, significantly less price resistance than what I thought. And as we're talking with other service providers, it's pretty common to, um, I mean, yeah, outside of physical therapy to charge three to $8,000 for mm -hmm. um, a, a similar type, a 20, you know, 20 treatment sessions or something like that it is that we see it a lot. It's not, they're not, it's not a unique practice that's in Hollywood or Los Angeles or something like that. Like it's essentially all over the country. The nice, the nice thing is, you know, your market best, you know, as the clinic owner, you know, so if you feel that a price point of $40 a session, like Brandy's mentioning is different than what Tony's, you know, clinic can handle. Great. You know, it's still going to be a huge win. Um, you just might have to adjust things slightly. We can help you through that. I, I saw yeah. Roy had a question about, you know, do the products come with training? Absolutely. We're, we're, yeah. We're going to come back to that. We're going to do a deep dive for there. Yeah. Oh, so another thing that we do too, like that, that kind of helps with, with the pricing is that that's our package price, but um, we will allow people like if they get a package of six and then they choose to go to 10, we'll just have them pay the difference. So a lot of them will start with a package of six, but then go up. And um, that's kind of how we've done it. Thanks, Tony. So if you're ready, Chad, we can go to this next slide and this will kind of get some clarity to it. And what, what this design is just give you a feel, you know, based on your own practice. So if you have a small, medium or a large type practice by the number of therapists there, you can also look at it by monthly visits if that resonates with how you track um, the size of your clinic. But, you know, all the, the stats here are driven off of the new avals per month. So, you know, if you're seeing 30 new patients a month, and you got 10% of those patients to get a laser package at $300 a package, you know, you're going to generate, you know, basically a little over $10,000 a year. So that's not awe-inspiring, but you can see if you just bump that up to 30% of your patients, you know, now you're talking about over $30,000 a year. So for a small clinic, I mean, that can help ease a lot of pain on, you know, purchasing other equipment or, you know, raises or hiring another, you know, uh, staff member, you know, possibly. So it can give you a lot of flexibility to do things. Um, when you're talking about an operation like Tony's, you know, where he's got a much larger staff, I believe he's got 10 therapists, um, but he's generating, you know, in the close to $200,000 a year. It, this just shows you the roadmap on how you can get there. So it's not that it's all smoke and mirrors. It's just simple getting patients to say, hey, I'm interested, having your therapist talking to patients about it with some very simple talking points and then doing some demonstrating so that the patient understands what it's about. And then it pretty much takes care of itself. So this is by no means a huge hard sell campaign or something that you're going to have to put everybody in used car sales class uh, to get this figured out. It's just about understanding some of the basic um, ways to introduce this product and this concept to patients and then let them decide. And uh, it's worked for hundreds of breakthrough clinics. And it's part of the reason that we've been so successful working with Chats group. Um, and it's, it's been a lot of fun. So yeah, it's just, this just kind of gives you a little bit of a, a roadmap on how you can get to where you want to be. Yeah. And, and um, I'm not sure if Brandy and Chad's doing this, but um, this was also recommended by Lightforce, but we do a, just a trial. Um, so the patient gets a chance to, to try it out. 
we, we, but we also let them know that they, they may or may not notice a big difference with that one visit. Um, but they get a chance to, to try it out and, and, and they can make the choice. Yep, we do too. Yep, same thing here. Um, and yeah, just out of curiosity. So Brandy, you're, you're offering the trial. Yep. Can you elaborate on the, re so if, um, if the idea to a clinician of presenting a cash pay service is a yep. huge hurdle, self-limiting belief, um, what is the method that your therapists are using to overcome that? And Tony, I'm gonna ask you the same question. So um, we always, we do sort of what we do with all of our patients is we do the, what makes it hurt and we treat them and then we have them do it again and they show the, for the test retest so they can see the difference. And I mean, the majority of the time we get that difference. Um, and so, and we kind of go through the whole photosynthesis and changes of the mitochondria, like all that stuff. And everybody's like, wow, that sounds really intelligent. And so um, and they're like, these people know what they're talking about. And uh, so we definitely have some people that sell it better than others. We don't trial it at just the evaluations or it just kind of depends on where it feels right. So, um, but we like to do it within the first two weeks because obviously that's when you see people drop out. So we'd like to trial it the first week or two. Um, and like I said, we do a test retest or we'll just say that we trialed it, put it on the note and then the person asks next time. So if they didn't have that immediate response, we're asking the next time, hey, what happened with the laser? Oh, I don't think much. And then we measure their shoulder and it's got 20 more degrees. We're like, are you sure? So we kind of use that test, retest that method. <laughs> yeah, so we, we do a similar thing. And I think that's the biggest thing is that follow-up afterwards and um, just really encouraging because a lot of people will be on the fence and you've got to kind of help them get over the fence and make that decision. And if you're kind of wishy-washy, then they're not going to do it. You know, so like you got to really show them that, hey, it's gonna help and be confident with that. I think something else that we, like we have some chiropractors nearby that sell like single sessions and we don't do a single session just because, you know, Light Force recommends that you need more than at least three, most of the time six, like it's just not gonna be effective with one. So I think we're just honest with people and be like, well, if you felt better, like, you know, you're probably gonna need this three or six, whatever we prescribe and we tell them what we think they're gonna need and they just kind of buy into it and, and know since they see it success and trust what we're saying, so. And the, the framing of the package or how long they need to come is all built around what the normal rate of healing would be for that problem. So if somebody has a pulled hamstring, you know, okay, this is gonna be a four to six week injury in most cases. That's where you're kind of starting the process of talking to the patient about, hey, this is, and, and research has shown it works better when it's done a couple times a week because you're trying to influence metabolism like Brandy was mentioning. So doing it once a week isn't as effective as doing it two to three times a week, um, just on the mechanisms, how these devices work. So that being said, put that in the framework of what the patient's listening to. Hey, your injury is going to take, say, four weeks to heal. This might shorten that window a little bit and get you a lot more comfortable sooner so that we can advance your plan of care faster. You can get back to golfing or whatever their primary goal is. You tie into that discussion and all of a sudden it starts to sort of fit with, you know, how, how your overall plan of care is going to interact with this device. Yeah, we, th there was a, a, a practice owner, Bob, who shared uh, his method of this. And I think most of us have adapted or adopted some form of it, but it's essentially um, on this second or third treatment, exactly in line with what Brandy's saying. Uh, you, we do a treatment with, um, 
the laser and then a treatment without. And then we simply ask the patient, um, okay, you've had treatment with laser, you've had treatment without laser, um, what would you like to do? And usually they're gonna, especially if they've had uh, some sort of immediate relief or benefit from it, um, and they're aware of that, the patient's gonna say, well, yeah, I really like the laser. And then we just say, okay, here are the packages, the treatment packages. I don't think you're gonna need 30, but uh, we'd recommend 20, or we'd recommend 10 or six or whatever the number is. Uh, th this is what it looks like you're gonna need. Um, how do you wanna handle that? And we go right to the, um, literally right to the financial exchange then, the financial agreement. And um, it, it's actually pretty smooth and it doesn't, our, our clinicians don't feel like they're trying to um, go over the top. The, the, the thing that most of us fear, which I, I believe Mark, you said used car salesman, um, that feeling that most of us you know, just uh, dramatically fear, right? Um, that's not there at all because the patient's making the choice and we basically provide them a trial of treatment. I mean, the thing that it's just something that we focus people on every, every week when we're talking to people about this is that we're just trying to show patients how we can help them. So, you know, you're saying, here's all the tools I have at my disposal. We happen to have invested in a lot of technology and we have X, Y, and Z to offer you that can really help you get better quicker that most clinics don't have to provide which differentiates your practice, which is a win. Um, but then when you can make the rubber meet the road by actually finishing the treatment and you go, how do you feel? And they're like, wow, my pain just decreased by 50%. Now it's a whole different discussion. And that, that's what we really help your clinicians understand and how to get that result on a very regular basis. And that's what makes it easy. But um, if you haven't experienced this stuff, it's hard to kind of put it all in context. But um, you know, with a little bit of show and tell in a, in a demo, you'll understand it after a few patients. So. Yeah, and I, I think I think when you see the results and you see the patients, like, hey, like just letting you know how how much it's helped them. I mean, along with the PT and everything else you're doing, like it's it's like Chad said, you're not really you don't really feel like that used car salesman type person. You're just giving them that option, you know, and then they make that choice. But you got to help them, you know, see that hey, this is going to help them. And um, we, we, you know, you have patients who choose not to, and that, that's fine. Um, and, you know, we'll, even those patients will, you know, treat them for a week or two. And, you know, depending on how they're doing, we may um, bring it back up, you know, as far as, you know, hey, have you considered doing laser? Um, you know, even though they decided initially not to do it, some of them do decide, okay, let me go ahead and do it. And, um, and then we'll, we'll get them to, to jump on and do it. Awesome. So we are going to uh, open this up for Q&A. We have some questions here for you. So, um, wow, we have a lot of questions. All right. So before, uh, for you, Tony, we'll start with you, Tony. Um, before you started um, offering the cash pay service, if you can think back a few years uh, with Lightforce, what is it that you were trying to solve uh, within your practice. I believe if I remember right, when we talked about it before, you had uh, uh, some pretty uh, suppressed reimbursements per visit. Um, you had some uh, insurance contract changes, something along those lines. But if you can go back there before you bought your first Life Force unit, can you talk about what life was like then, what practice life was like? Yeah, I mean, I think like most practice owners, you, you, you've seen a, 
a trend of lower reimbursement versus you know insurance companies improving reimbursement. And one of our big payers here in Florida, Blue Cross Blue Shield, um, I think 2014, um, they added the uh, M. But MPPR reduction like Medicare does. And it equated to about 20, 25% reduction off of what they were paying, which what they were paying at the time was, I don't know, closer to 85 a visit or so. And then it dropped to closer to 60 a visit. So that was a big, and that was about, that's about 35% of our patients, 40% of our patients. So it's a big, big um, reduction. So what do you do? You increase patient volume, try to get better payer mix and, um, you know, sometimes it's hard because when you're in an area where your primary insurance is a certain insurance company, sometimes that's hard to diversify that, you know, too much. And um, so, uh, so yeah, so we were looking at, you know, what are some ways to improve our overall reimbursement per visit? And, and, um, and laser was a way to do that. And we had talked to some owners that had, you know, tried it before us and they were getting good success. And, uh, you know, that's what I'd already looked at it, but you know, again, that self-limited belief of, of will people pay cash for this or, or not, you know, is it really what it, what it's all up to, you know, cracked up to be as far as helping patients? Um, and, you know, we didn't want to invest in anything that um, didn't help patients. We, you know, we wanted to invest in something that would be, make a difference with, with patients and, and help us financially. So, um, so that's done it, you know, and it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things where you can, you know, plug and play, you know, it's not a real hard thing to, to get into you. It's pretty basic to, to apply it and um, understand what you're doing. And, and, uh, and so it, it, anyway, it's been great for us. Thanks, Tony. Yep. Same question, Brandy. So we really just wanted, like, before we even just started the laser, we really just wanted to increase our cash paying customers um, not coming all cash, but just cash added services. We had some dry needling. Um, we had a few clinicians in that. We were just kind of tweaking it. And I looked it up and in 2018, we did only $17,000 worth of cash for all three clinics. And then last year we did 105,000. So we've really improved that because the laser one made people feel confident and they knew it was getting better and they became just better at like knowing their worth. And so now we're much better at selling our needling sessions and doing it combination and selling other things they may need. Just not like you're trying to just one up them, but you just really want them to have a successful plan of care and valuing our um, ideals and what we know will help them and not just being afraid to sell people. Because like Chad said, we're the only medical profession that's scared to charge people. Um, you know, we treat a lot of neuropathy people and, um, we have a chiropractor next to one of our clinics who charges $8,000 money up front to treat neuropathy. And uh, my clinicians at first were nervous about selling a, you know, thousand dollar anodyne. And I was like, really? 8,000, they just paid 8,000 next door. Zip it, like, you know, it works. So um, we have a ton of people that use laser um, for um, our neuropathy. And then um, now lately that we've been working with John McGee, we, uh, we, they do laser and then once they know it works they're going to those home anodyne units and we've had great success with that yeah we we actually had a question came in um be, before the webinar that was emailed in so main question i'd like to explore is neuropathy treatments what's the best method of delivering treatment is there any studies proving its effectiveness and what are best practices when billing cash 
patients. Just can you elaborate on that at all, Brandy, since you brought it up? Well, I mean, Lightforce has a neuropathy protocol and uh, that's what we use. And um, neuropathy patients, it's always going to take at least a 12 pack, um, sometimes more, but we tell them that up front and sometimes they're nervous and they buy a six pack and then another and then another and then another, whatever. But um, we've had lots and lots of patients who have been very successful with the, um, the laser treating their neuropathy. So um, just getting that increased microcirculation is just, it's just awesome. It decreases their pain quite a bit. And Mark, if you can comment on the research. Yeah, there's a 2017 study um, from Carla Carr and it used our equipment and basically treated the plantar surface of the feet all the way up to the popliteal space in the back of the leg. And then they also treated the low back to try to get several points on the nerve uh, involved with the light. And they took a look at functional scores, pain scores, as well as three different markers that showed inflammation um, related to diabetic neuropathy. And they showed significant improvement in one of those three with the laser folks. So it's not just that it was, oh, it's feeling better. It's actually proof that it's making metabolic change. And the big picture is like Brandy said, you know, it's going to basically help promote blood flow to those nerves, which is challenging in diabetic neuropathy. Um, but it also stimulates growth factors and external sprouting. So it actually can help the nerve heal. So for something that we see a ton of, you know, diabetic neuropathy and, you know, proprioceptive issues, things like that. Normally we're just kind of dancing around the periphery with, oh, we'll do some soft tissue work. We'll do some proprioceptive work. We're not really doing anything to get at the heart of the pathology. And this is one of those deals where if you're applying this device, you're actually helping the nerve itself um, to change how it's functioning, which is really pretty powerful. Thank you. Tony, are you doing anything with neuropathy right now? We are. We're trying to promote that more. Um, but yeah, we, do, we, we, we utilize the laser with our neuropathy patients and then PT. Well, we're also doing diagnostic testing. So what we'd like to get into doing um, more of is test retest and seeing if there's a, a difference with that. And I know some, some, um, some clinics that are doing diagnostic testing, they've, they've started that and are seeing some changes. So um, that's pretty, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I just talked with uh, Dan Neff about yeah. that yeah. yesterday. <laughs> so uh, awesome. de definitely reach out to him. I know he just did a mm -hmm. week of, of studies. I think he was down in Georgia um, doing that. So yeah, reach out to him. Um, pretty fascinating where mm -hmm. you can see the immediate benefit uh, before and after. Right. Um, Ashley asked a question. Uh, she said, uh, decrease the number of patients. We are located in the, the rec center of a large employer that most employees are now working from home and many have sought out PT close to home. We are open to the public though. I'm wondering um, if it, we'll start with you, Brandy, but can you talk about marketing direct to the consumer? We'll do the same thing. What life was like before breakthrough um, and what, what you've learned along the way and what's working um, today, how you've grown. Yeah, so um, we have grown over 10,000 visits in a year from when we first started breakthrough. I think it was like 2017, 2017, 2018. Um, well, we started with breakthrough before that, gotten our act together, our <laughs> the way that we were treating, seven-step killer exam, all that fun stuff. But then when they did the automation, we started with that. And it's kind of surprising because being in a small town, like when I say where I work, people are like, where? And I'm like, really? <laughs> like we have 10,000 people and you don't know we have this PT clinic? They just thought there was a hospital. And so um, we were just fighting that brand recognition. And so um, 
you know, we've definitely gotten our return on investment um, because our ads are everywhere. People like I'll be at Walmart and be like, oh, are you that girl in the video? And I'm like, this is embarrassing. But yes, I'm that girl in the video. What do you want to know? So like um, it's just really improved our brand recognition, our rising tide at all of our clinics. Um, and we we started out with just doing it at one clinic. And um, now we do it at all three of our clinics. And um, it's just a great system just based for physical therapy, which I think is super important because there's a lot of people out there saying that they can help you with your marketing or doing whatever, but this is based for physical therapy and it's been tested by Chad and it works. And, um, you know, you still have to put in work, but if you listen to the methods and like how you're supposed to do it, it works so well. And like I said, it's just improved our visits tremendously. We actually hired a four new therapists and two office people in the last two years, like during a pandemic. So it's pretty exciting. You know, we just keep growing. Great. Thanks, Brandy. Same question, Tony. And I, I think I know your, the revenue that you've shared in the past. I remember the 800 to 1.8 or something like that, but uh, yeah, if you can. Yeah, share. So, so, um, so yeah, similar, similar story to, to Brandy. Um, we, we joined right through the end of 2016 and, um, started doing uh, direct-to-consumer marketing in, in 17. And um, in a two-year period, we noticed, um, you know, over a, a two times growth as far as the size of our clinic. And, um, you know, just a, a huge change in, in multiple ways. And, um, and, and we're, currently, we're currently doing, like last year we did 2.4 million. And now we've got another clinic the size that will, um, allow us to double what we currently do. So we're hoping to to get that to close to five million as far as revenue. So Congrats. prior to that, uh, like like I guess stepping back, I, you know that that was super exciting. Just uh, um, I, there's so many so many benefits of from breakthrough on the business side of things too, because you know you grow your practice and you get you know people coming in, but there's other things you got to deal with as you're growing. So um, Breakthrough has been great on, on helping us grow and implement systems and um, to allow us to continue to grow without falling apart. And, uh, you know, prior to joining Breakthrough, one reason we did join Breakthrough is we had a large hospital system in the area open a clinic right across the street. They, they first tried to acquire us, really, but we were not interested in selling. Um, and they just opened the clinic right across the street, which I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> uh, but, um, but we didn't see a bit of um, drop, you know, we just, that's when we just took off, you know, and got, you know, real busy. So, and, and a big part of that was joining Breakthrough and, and, and being part of that um, Breakthrough and, and, and utilizing the direct-to-consumer marketing. And um, like Brandy said, you're, you're recognized because you're out there, you know, people think they see you on commercials and other things, but they're seeing you on Facebook. Um, and, you know, just a goodwill in the community too, because we're doing workshops and, and uh, um, you know, just given that service, you know, it, it, you know, people love it. And, um, and then we also go out to businesses. Um, and this was part of, part of what Breakthrough rec recommended as well. And, and that's been great. You know, we had a big slow with COVID, but we're starting to get back out and, and, and do more of that now. But um, anyway, just connects, connects you more in the, in the community in a lot of different ways. Thanks, Tony. Yep. L love your story. Um, the, so Nancy asked the tough question here. Nancy, I'm actually going to ask 
you for some clarification, but uh, your question was, while we are contracted with many insurance plans, our owners do not want to see insurance pa patients any longer. While there are many patients who are happy to pay out of pocket, there are those who still want a super bill so they can self-submit to, to insurance. How can we smoothly explain why this just doesn't work? Um, and Nancy, I want to know from you, is this you explaining to the owners that it doesn't work or you explaining to pay, if you can just clarify what you mean by that, um, that would be great. You can do that in the chat or the Q&A. William asked, uh, and Mark, this is where I want you to talk about the training. Um, and I can actually lead into this as well. Uh, yes, DJO does provide training. It is fantastic. Um, I know that there's a team that does it. Uh, I think you've been here two or three times, Mark, or a representative to certify all our clinicians and how to use this. Um, I always look for a good excuse to come to Harrisburg, PA. <laughs> come on. Uh, do the clinicians typically use 15 watts uh, with the large dispersive attachment for neuropathy patients? Also, do you treat the dorsum and plantar surfaces of the foot for four minutes on each side? So if, yeah, if you can speak to that, Mark, that would be great. Yeah. So big picture is it comes down to dosing. We're pros at it. So we're going to teach your staff how to dose different problems properly. Software on the equipment helps you with that too. But basically, if you have a more powerful unit, you can deliver energy quicker. So it, in a nutshell, the higher power helps basically gate pain a lot faster than if you have a lower power unit. So you can reach deeper nerves and have an impact on pain very quickly. So if you want the mechanisms on that, we can get you a paper or two so you can check it out. Um, but the other idea is that when you're treating something like diabetic neuropathy, think about the length of the nerve from the back all the way to the foot. It's a lot of area and surface uh, area that you have to try to address. So by having the ability to apply joules, uh, which is the energy you're delivering to the, to the nerve, if you have more power in watts, you can use less time in seconds to do so. So your question about how many minutes you're going to spend on the foot, that's going to uh, be impacted by how much power you have to play with. But footnote, when you're dealing with diabetic neuropathy and they have some sensory issues, you don't necessarily want to go to super high power right out of the gate because uh, of the risks involved with that. But we walk you through that. Um, and, and big picture, the, they all have a place in the right type of practice, depending on what your budget is and the size of your practice and what you're trying to treat. Um, we can walk you through all that decision making so you get the best fit for your practice. Thanks, Mark. The, so Ashley had asked the question earlier in the chat, um, what wattage are you using for the laser? I think we all have uh, 25s or 40 watt units, correct? I think we're all of ours are 40 now. Yep. Um, 40. Go ahead, Tony. Yeah, ours are 40 also. And maybe Tony, you can speak. We started, to the we started with that. a 20. Yeah. yeah, we started with 25 and then, um, you know, moved up to the 40. What did you see clinically by doing so? What, what did you see with this, especially like with regard to the pain that you were able to accomplish with the 40 watt that you might have not done with the 25? Well, you're able to go like, um, like it's good for deeper areas like the hip. Um, but also you're able to, to um, do it faster. Uh, it, now, what we've done is we haven't necessarily, now you, we could, we could, we could just do it faster and do more sessions in an hour, but that our patients are kind of spoiled and they, they think they want that, you know, that time they had before, even though you're doing a lot more, you're just able to do more. So that's kind of how we've done it. But, you know, we could, we could do more in an hour if we wanted to, just because we're, we're able to, but um, we've kind of spoiled our patients a little bit. 
Yeah, and that that is another thing that it allows you to do by able to dose things properly quickly. You can now treat different areas of the body within the same session. So that's all going to just drive better outcomes and yeah. better flexibility with what you're going to choose to treat that day. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Nancy is stuck on the phone with a new patient, so we won't get clarification on that. Um, I, I have one final question for uh, both of you, uh, Brandy and Tony. Uh, before we get that, we're going to uh, launch that poll again for those of you um, that haven't responded or those, those of you that have logged on late. But uh, if you're interested, um, yeah, and Andrea, I, I don't have the slide back up. It X my screen out. Yeah. So if you're interested in learning more about the systems, that Brandy and Tony are using uh, to grow their, their patient demand and revenue. Uh, just click so on the screen and our teams uh, will be in touch with you based on your interest there. Um, so final question, uh, and everybody on the call needs to understand this. Uh, Tony and Brandy are, and their, their respective groups are special in that they're actually like looking for solutions and they also implement really, really well. Right. So, and that's not, uh, that's, it's simply not all of us or it's not the entire industry. Um, but I know you're traveling to events, um, that we host and probably even doing other events as well. You're constantly seeking, trying to solve problems and you're getting your team, um, to execute and implement and, um, and really succeed as well. So well done to both of you on that for owners who are, and we know that most of the industry right now is hovering right around that uh, Mendoza line of 10% um, it profit, profitability. That's uh, pretty much the industry average. And we also know that, um, you know, many experts within the, uh, in uh, finance recommend that, you know, if we're in a service-based business and we have less than 10% profitability or margin, we're really on the risk we're really uh, on thin ice and highly at risk of uh, closing our doors one day. So if we're looking to increase patient demand, if we're looking to grow revenue um, with cash pay services, any uh, final recommendations that you have in terms of encouragement for somebody to actually get up and do something about it? We'll, we'll start with you, Brandy. I mean, I think my big, I don't know, my biggest recommendation would be it starts with, um, you have to have that drive. So whether it's the clinic owner or you have a clinic manager, director or whatever, you need somebody that's going to drive the initiative. Um, you know, you can't get an automation uh, marketing system and think that it's going to run itself because it is automated, but you still have to put in work. Same thing with a laser. You can get this great laser, but if no one knows how to prescribe it, no one will prescribe it or no one will use it, you're in trouble. So I think a lot of people think these things are a quick fix but you really have to have the right culture and person leading the initiative before you start. When you know that you have that or find that person, then it's a good time to move forward. Same question for you, Tony. Thanks, Brandy. So no, I, I agree. I think um, like when we, when we join Breakthrough, um, when you go to an event, it's like, you're drinking from a fire hose. So you have so much that you're getting <laughs> and, and you go back and you're trying to explain it, but it's so hard to truly explain what you've gathered, even though you think you're explaining it perfectly clear. Um, so the nice thing with Breakthrough is they do, you know, multiple events a year. They, they were doing four events a year, all in different areas. So, um, you know, when, when they came closer to us, 
we uh, we we took a group to go down there. Um, and it was in Orlando when they held this event. We're here in Florida, and um, and that that was a huge help because like you know people kind of got it, you know, and people got on fire about it and got excited about it. And, um, and then for other events, you know, I, I would take our like clinical director or assistant clinical director or some other management team, you know, folks, um, my, my wife, Melissa, and, um, you know, that, that, that all really helps. But like Brandy said, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta implement it. You know, you gotta take the information you get and implement it, um, and continue to work on, improving things because we're all learning together and that's one nice thing about this group too is everybody chimes in because um they may have one way of doing it but then they find that hey this is a little bit better let's tweak it this way um and people share so that 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 helps everybody in the group and um but again you know just implementing same thing with the laser it's you know it's huge to make sure everybody's um on the same page implementing this and we 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 don't, we continue to, to bring things up and we may bring research up and, Hey, this is some new research that's out there. And that, cause you want your, your therapist to, to want to, you know, they see the benefit of it and they want to want to do it, but they got, they have to understand, um, you know, what they're promoting. And as we grow, we're going to continue to, to, um, to train new therapists and we got to make sure everybody's onboarding, correctly you know another thing i'd like to say too which i didn't talk about when chad asked me to kind of go through what life was before versus now like before i i was the busiest therapist in the clinic um seeing tons of patients and you know that was great but my goodness um my 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 little boy i and, and this was this was back before we joined breakthrough but we got to talking and he's now 12 but we got to talking about work and careers and that kind of stuff um, to the level of what you can. Um, and this was a few, probably four years ago and uh, four or five years ago. And, and, and Evans, I asked him if he'd want to be a PT. He's like, Oh, no way, daddy, you work way too much. And uh, I'm like, what? And uh, so that was kind of a big eye opener. But, um, but now, you know, we've, we've, and we had it back then where my wife, Melissa, wasn't seeing patients too much. She was home more with the kids and, and helping out there and helping on the business side of stuff. Um, but now I was still full fledged seeing patients, but now I don't have to, you know, I don't, I don't even have a schedule now as far as seeing patients, but I'll go in and, and help and, and, you know, when and mentor therapist. And um, now that we're doing this diagnostic testing, I've, I'm kind of like doing more of that, you know, but I don't have to. Um, so just having that time freedom has been huge for us. So oh, I, yeah. I would say make a move, do something, because a lot of people don't, you know, they kind of um, aren't sure about it and you got to work, you know, it doesn't come easy and you, you have to put the effort in there. But for us, both Breakthrough and the Light Force Laser, they're both no brainers. Um, like it's been great for us. Thanks, Tony. Mark, you, you get to back cleanup. Good luck. Hey, I just want to point out, it can be confusing with all the names, you know, that we throw out, you know, our parent company's DJO, but we're part of one of our product lines is Chattanooga family, which has all the radio pressure weight stuff. And we haven't been talking about that much today. Just to understand like our history with breakthrough uh, for four plus years has been mostly with the laser. 
the radial pressure wave stuff, the focus shock wave just got started about a year ago. It's just why it's sort of new to the group, but has a great place in the story and be happy to talk to you about it. So if you want to get more info on that stuff, you know, chatnugarehab.com is the website for all the Chattanooga products and lightforcemedical.com is for the laser. If you hit the click a demo button and we can help out and answer all your questions and follow up, maybe set up a training for your staff so you can get, get your hands on the stuff and understand what it is. Cause is believing um, we can sit here and talk about it for another hour, but it won't make the same impact as if you actually get to watch how some patients react to this. It, uh, it also, will, the dots will connect very quickly for you. Thank you, uh, Brandy, Tony, and Mark uh, for doing this. We did have one final question come in from uh, Chris. Uh, any in-person seminars coming up? I'm ass assuming you're referring to uh, the breakthrough seminars uh, that we'll all be at. The next one um, I just got word of last week is gonna be May 20th um, in Denver, uh, Colorado. Um, yeah, so we'll be sending out invitations um, for that. We have done, we have started live events um, here the last, so we just did one in January and then also one that was Orlando, like Tony mentioned. We also did one in September, I believe in uh, Dallas, Texas. So yeah, we'll be um, in Orlando. We'll be sending out invitations um, for that as well. So thank you again to Brandy, Tony and Mark uh, for doing this. This was uh, great and for all of the, for all of you that are working in the trenches of uh, private practice um, that are out there uh, delivering service right now. Uh, thank you for all the work that you're doing and also for being here and implementing as well. See everybody. Thank you, everybody. Remember to visit getbreakthrough.com to access our free resource library designed specifically for private practice growth. While you're there, Make sure you register for a complimentary growth assessment to learn about potential opportunities for growth in your local market. Again, thank you for tuning into the Grow Your Practice podcast and supporting our mission to help people in pain get back to normal naturally.